Thanks for tuning in to Babe Let's Talk with Maya and Ian Gardner. Being parents of six children and married for over 18 years, our hope is to give a refreshing perspective on hot topics and trending questions within relationships. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to Babe Let's Talk. Welcome back, guys. Um, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about... Yes. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about how you can let go and let God. Okay. We were just having a conversation um, maybe last week, and I was talking about how we had that experience with trying to sell our car years ago. Mm-hmm. We had a Chevy Lumina that we were trying to sell before we went on vacation. Mm-hmm. At this time, our money was really tight. We had already paid for our airline tickets. We had the room and we were going to travel across the country to Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to get some spending money for this trip and we were going to sell our Chevy Lumina, which was giving us a lot of problems. Um, we didn't really need it anymore since we had a, just bought a minivan. Right. And I had put it up to sell and people would come see it, but nobody was biting. Nobody was buying this car. And I was getting stressed out because I'm like, man, we need this money for this trip. And I think you were getting a lot of texts and stuff at people asking if it was available. But Oh, they came out. They were coming. They would look at it. Yeah. They would say they were interested. And then they would do nothing. There would be no response after that. And it wasn't because you weren't honest in your post. Yeah, you, my you post, I told. Pictures, I, yeah. You told everything that was wrong. Like, yeah, very we detailed. Very, yeah. very detailed with what was wrong with the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and we discounted the car based off of some of the things that was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And the day before we were supposed to leave to go out of town, I was stressed. I was um, really worried about not having any money to go on this trip with my whole family. It was, it was going to be six of us going on this trip. Mm-hmm. And I had no clue <laughs> what to do. I went upstairs. I turned on one of my all-time favorite songs, Let Go by Dwayne Woods, um, which was my go-to at the time that I listened to. And as I was listening to the song, singing it and praying to God, um, this peace came about me where I, I just... I lifted the burden and the pressure of trying to provide for this trip, you know, to have the money for the trip. And God gave me this peace and said that he had our back and he was going to take care of us. Just let go. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about the money. Don't worry about any of that stuff. And in that time, I just, I felt it. And I just let go in that moment and when I came down and I, I was excited and I told Maya, I was like, we're going to go on a trip. And when I uttered the words, let go, I mean, immediately, and Maya is a witness to this, immediately when I said, let go, the phone rang. Yep. And on the other end of that phone was this guy who said, can I come see the car? And I want to come see it right now. Mm-hmm. He comes, he meets us in about 20 minutes and Barely looks at the car and is like, I want to buy it. Has cash in his pocket. And now we have this money 
for the trip that we were about to take the next day. The day before we sold the car. <laughs> the day before and, the trip, we sold it. And the moment that we let go of the fear and anxiety of what was to come mm-hmm. and embraced the fact that God was our provider and he was going to take care of us, even if we didn't sell the car, mm-hmm. we made a commitment to say, we're going to trust God and we are going to go on this trip. We said we were going to go on this trip and we're going to let go mm-hmm. of the rest yep. and let God handle it. That is the experience of that will always stick with me because it allowed me to see that it's never about the money. It's never about the issues. It's just about giving and trusting God and letting go of what you cannot control. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to control the situation and say, hey, babe, if I to sell this car, then we're going to have the money for the trip. Mm-hmm. And I had I, I had the right intentions, but I had the wrong direction, meaning I was focused on myself, not on God selling the car. I was focused on what I could do. Like I had to put the car up, put the car up for sale. Right. That was my job, but it was God's job to actually bring the right person in his timing mm-hmm. to buy the car. And I think the, one of the biggest mistakes that we make is we forget God. We forget the promises of God. He is our, our provider. So if he is going to provide for us, We've got to have faith in that and we have to trust in not just our words, but in our actions, because we could have easily said, you know what? We're not going to have enough money to go down there and do very much. Let's just not go. Let's just stay here because that's going to be safe. But we took it a step further and trusted God with our actions by making the decision to go anyway. Yes. And saying, you know what? Even if we just get down there, that's a trip. We're going to enjoy it in whatever way that we can. Yeah. We knew we had a little bit to maybe go to the grocery store. We were staying in a resort so we could go to the grocery store. If we weren't going to do anything, we were going to be out of Columbus, Ohio, and we were going to be eating. Like, (laughs) wasn't very much else, but we knew we were at least going to do that. So when we made the decision with our actions and and said, you know what, regardless, we're going to go. We're going to enjoy our time. We don't already got the plane tickets. We got the place. Let's just go. Then God was able to meet us where we were and come through and provide for everything else it was that we needed. And he did. Um, But we often forget that God wants to do that for us. And we give up on it way too soon because God is not restricted by time. He's not sitting here going, oh, okay, oh, I got five minutes left. Uh Uh-oh, you know, oh, I got two minutes left. He's not counting a clock. He's not watching the clock tick by. When he says something, it's just going to happen when he says it. It doesn't matter if we think it's too late, if we think it's too early, if we think it's right on time. It doesn't matter. His word is what matters. Yeah, and, and when he speaks, it matters then, period. A lot of the issues that we're dealing with are the fact we don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give up control. We want to be the one 
to provide. We and we say that with our actions, mm-hmm. not necessarily with our words. We right. say, God, I want you to provide. I want you to take care of me. Mm-hmm. But our actions say, No, I'm holding on yep. to this. Yep. I'm holding on to this job. I'm holding on to whatever I have because I cannot trust mm-hmm. that God is going to take care of me. That's right. what our actions are saying. Yep. And what God does is he puts you in this position where your words have to line up with your actions. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying that you trust God, that you're going to give him control, he's going to put you in a situation where you're going to do just that thing. Yeah. And and it's not always going to feel good. It's not going to feel good. When you are given an opportunity to trust God, it's not going to feel comfortable. No. It's it. You're going to maybe thoughts of, of doubt and worry may come, but you don't have to live in those. You don't have to keep them. You can dismiss them and say, no, God is my provider. No, God is my healer. No, God, you mm-hmm. know, put him in place of your fear, put him in place of your worry. And then guess what happens on the other end? Now you have a testimony. Yeah. That's what a testimony is, is it's going through something where you had a choice to either take care of it on your own or let God do it. Mm-hmm. But because you allow God to be God, now you're a witness. Now you can go tell somebody else, hey, look, this is what God did for me because I trusted him, because I depended on him. And I let go and let him do his thing. And and letting go a lot of times is relief. Because what you've been holding on to mm-hmm. is not only the weights that you've been carrying is the expectation of how you thought God was going to do it. Right. You thought God was going to provide this way. Mm -hmm. And when he doesn't do it, you're like, man, okay, I I handle it. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. I, he's not going to heal me this way. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I have alternative ways to get what I want. Right. Because this guy that I speak about, I don't actually um, trust that he's going to come through mm-hmm. because I've seen in the, in my experiences that there's time and time again where I felt that God is to blame for the situations that not only I've been through, but my family has been through. Mm-hmm. And that when you were saying that about it doesn't feel good, the reason why it doesn't feel good for me is because you're faced with the reality that your words don't match up with your actions. With me saying... Oh God, I trust you. And then I'm put in a situation where I realize that I really don't. I really don't trust that he's my provider. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to be in that place where I'm humbled by the fact that I need God mm-hmm. and I can't do this without him. So because I need him, I'm able to let go of whatever strongholds or issues that I've been holding on to my my distrust and I can say, God, God, I give it all to you. Mm-hmm. And I let go of what my expectations are. I let go of my agenda and I give my life to you. I surrender. I give up. He doesn't come in a way where he shames you for what you were doing wrong, but he just shows you that if you're in his presence, everything will be all right. Yeah. And I will say for me, what doesn't feel good for me is the fact that I am not controlling the situation. Yes. I'm the type of person that I want control. I want to see 
how things are going to play out because that's where I get my comfort. Well, if I know I'm going to get to Z by way of A, B, C, and D, then I'm good. I'm comfortable with that. I can see, I can see all the steps. So when trusting God, a lot of times you don't see all the steps. He just asks you to trust him. And that's really hard for me. That doesn't feel good to me. It's like closing your eyes. Yeah. It's like, like I'm the type of person where I want to get to McDonald's and I can have a person sitting right next to me in the car who will tell me how to get there. But only as I get to the street. So you get to one street and they're like, make a left, get to the next street, make a right. Like I'm the type of person where I'm not comfortable with that. Give me the address to McDonald's so I can look it up on my GPS. I can see where I'm going and then I'll be comfortable because there's assurance in seeing how to get there for me. So (laughs) when I have to trust God, it's like, oh Lord, this does not feel good. This is not comfortable. This is scary for me. But the one thing that I've realized for me and what I feel like we all who are believers want is we want to see God do miraculous things. Yes. We want to see God do great things in our lives, but it takes letting go. Yes. And, and that's so, him. oh, when you just said, I just, <laughs> I just had, um, I just had a moment of clarity for myself because when you said that about McDonald's mm-hmm. and about controlling, mm-hmm. I started thinking about how now you have Uber Eats and DoorDash mm-hmm. and people deliver food to you. Right. And how I don't trust anybody to deliver food, mm-hmm. McDonald's to me at home mm-hmm. or at work, wherever I am. I don't trust somebody else to bring it to me. I have to physically go get it myself. Because that's how I am. And I started thinking about how God has delivered us grace, provision Mm -hmm. at our door. And because I want to do it myself, Mm -hmm. I just ignore what he's provided to me Mm -hmm. at my doorsteps because I trust myself to go get it. Mm -hmm. I trust myself to have to see, I have to see it before I believe it. Right. When God's like, no, Everything that you need is already provided at your door. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is open. Yep. Open up your eyes and see all the blessings that I've provided for you. Mm-hmm. And trust that what I have given you is what you need. Right. It's not, sometimes it doesn't look like what you need, but it's what you need. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that. We don't know. We don't know it. And that can be scary sometimes when we don't know, oh, you know, this is where you should be going. This is the job that you should be taking. This is you know, the application you should be filling out. This is who you need to talk to. When we don't know the kind of outcome that that's going to bring, it's scary. But that's also a part of, like I said, trusting God and seeing those miraculous things in our lives is doing it afraid. You may be afraid, do it anyway. Like if you want to see God come through, there's no better way of seeing God be a miracle worker than depending on him to perform a miracle. And, and, and the thing is, is that we have witnesses in the Bible who have been put in situations that seem to be against the odds. Mm-hmm. You have Gideon who had an army with them and God's like, no, that's too many yep. for me to get the glory. And then it was still too many. And it ends up with just 300 people Mm -hmm. and they have no weapons. Right. 
and God was able to deliver the um, the enemy into His hand. Mm-hmm. So many times, we're put in situations where we feel like the resources that God has given us are not empowered to eliminate the enemies or the giants that are we're facing. Mm-hmm. We think, oh, this isn't enough. Like right. I need more resources mm-hmm. so that I can be secure. And moving forward. Mm -hmm. And God's like, no, I've given you what you need. Just Mm -hmm. move forward. We have to let go of our expectation of what we think is going to happen. And start looking at what God has given us and start working what he's given us. Right. Because his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. Yes. He thinks the way that God thinks, he knows he's God. Yeah. He is our resource. So when we're looking at things going, oh, I don't have enough. Oh, this is not enough. This is not going to get me where I need to go. We're forgetting the number one resource that we have. And it's God. Yes. If God be for us, who can be against us? His what word. What else do you really need? If he's all powerful, <laughs> he's if he's all knowing, if everything that there is, is his, what what else do you really need? Mm. We think we need things. But like you said, with Gideon, God delivered them, delivered the enemy into his hands. And he didn't need not one weapon. Like, who does that? How does that happen? (laughs) Because of God. Because God is God. And he did the same thing with uh, King Jehoshaphat when they're praying and fasting. and, And the prophet comes and says, the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Mm-hmm. So what they do is say, oh, it's not my battle. They go and start to worship. Right. They go into straight worship and praise God because the battle is not theirs. Mm-hmm. So they just give God the glory. Mm-hmm. And while they're praising God, the enemies kill each other. Right. They take each other out and then they reap the spoils of, of the battle. All they got to do is go gather. Gather the goods. God, so you, you have witnesses. And, and that's the thing is that there's so many stories in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But what happens when when the Bible becomes real in your life? Right. Meaning you have to experience mm-hmm. this powerful God working in your life. And he's telling you, be not afraid. Just only believe. Mm-hmm. Like, But God, I am afraid. Like for me, a lot of times I wouldn't admit that I was afraid. Just like in the situation where I was trying to sell a car. I was carrying a false facade of, yeah, God, we're we going to get this money. We're going to do this, going to do this. And then I got to the place where I hit a breaking point where I was like, no, I can't do this. Right. It's not working. My plans mm-hmm. aren't working. Mm-hmm. And then I let go of my plans and God provided mm-hmm. because God could have sold the car before while I was in my pride and in my thoughts thinking I was doing it. But he wanted me to recognize and learn the lesson that he is my provider. Mm-hmm. And, and we have to let go in expectation that God is going to do what he needs to do. It may not be what we expect, but expect that God's going to come through. And nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, he comes through. Way better than you could have ever yes. done for yourself. Yes. Way better because he doesn't need the things that we see down here. Yeah. He he doesn't need 
those connect he's the connection <laughs> we need connections with people oh well this person will help me get this job this person will help me get this car this one we need connections down here god is the connection he don't need anything all he has to do is speak the word so let go but still have an expectation that god you're going to come through for me in a way that I could have never done for myself and I thank you for it and then praise him for it and worship him for and it. And it is so funny is because we're distracted from our desire. We want God to provide. We do. We want God to take care of us, but we're so distracted from our desire, meaning God wants us wants to give us the desire of our heart. Mm-hmm. But we're so focused on our debt or focused on how our income matches up with our debt and how we can, how can we live a comfortable life? And God's like, what is your desire? What is it that you want? Mm -hmm. Because I will give you the desires of your heart Mm -hmm. and it's not going to seem right. Like you said, it's not going to look right. But when you get to the end and you look back, you're going to see everything lined up where he influences someone to, and he's done it multiple times, where he influenced someone to put money in your bank account. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you giving me money? Oh, it's just in my heart to give you money. Mm-hmm. We was in church. with uh, We were in the church, and I'm just praising God, and somebody just hands me money in my, my hand while I'm praising God. <laughs> Didn't say nothing. Just gave me money in my hand. I was like, man, I need to praise God a little bit more. Maybe somebody else is going to hand me some money. I'll but, do it too, God. I'll do it. Like, this better work every single time. Mm. But it's like God provides. And the lesson for me is let go. Mm-hmm. Like, every day, make the decision to not try to control my life. Because that's just an illusion. I can't control this life. Mm -hmm. God is in control. But he wants us to know and be aware that he's in control. So that we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be anxious. We don't have to worry. We can just trust that he loves us and he's going to take care of us. Yes. And he will. I just want to encourage anybody out there who is going through something. who, Who needs something from God. To... Just begin to thank him for it. If And God is not a God who will sit there and punish you or condemn you because you don't, you're not there yet. No, just start where you are. Start acknowledging God in your everyday life and you'll see how much a part of it that he is. And when it, when you get to something where you know that you need him for, you will allow him to do it because you can see his presence in every other aspect of your life. So I encourage you to just let go, let God, let him show you who he is. Let him show you how much he desires to be in your life and how he desires to be your provider uh, and, and your healer and your way maker. Like let him show you by letting go. Thanks for listening to the Babe Let's Talk podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Visit babelesstalk.com to learn more about our podcast or to submit a question or a topic for future podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.